dear people of God. Yes, people of God, persons of God, it is about you. I hope this daily time, uh, daily time out time of chapel brings you personally, individually, some respite in the midst of another long, busy, hot summer day. But dear people of God, our scripture today is not primarily about you or me or even Peter who walked on water. It's about God. It's about Jesus. In fact, that's really the point, isn't it, of all our scripture and all our theology, our theology. It's about God and about Jesus, the Son of God, the Creator who comes as the Redeemer, Savior of the world. Oh yes, the disciples are there, to be sure, out on the lake fighting a night wind. We can identify with them. The hymn we just sang, the assigned to the day hymn, moves in the same direction, it's sooner of a longer version of Now I Lay Me Down to Sleep, applied to our lives of faith, walking in trust in the one who walked on the water. And yes, Peter is going to walk on the water, but it's not about walking on the water. Or how we too can step out in faith and get out of the boat. It's not about our walk of faith, not until we get Jesus and we get Jesus right. It's not about a show of power, not unless we are seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. It's not about our need for proof not until we know that he is the Son of God and Savior of the world. Frankly, the disciples have been getting mixed messages in these chapters in Matthew. As Jeff Gibbs has observed, both in his commentary and in his homily a few weeks ago, it hasn't been going all that well. In Matthew 13, Jesus begins now to speak in parables, in large part both to hide as well as to reveal and to note the mystery of why some seem to get Jesus and why so many more seem not to get Jesus. And to reassure the crowds and then his disciples that he is the way, the truth, and the life. Oh, but that's the Gospel of John. And we're back in Matthew 13. That Jesus is the one who gave it all up for the treasure in the field. That he is the one who paid the price for the pearl of great price. That'd be you and me. But Matthew 14 begins with a further setback to human expectations. John the Baptist has been put to death. The one who was not the light but gave witness to the night. Oh, there's John again. In Matthew, it was the one who said, the axe is laid to the root of the tree. 
but he's the one that got the ax. Then come the crowds, and they stayed for supper unannounced without an RSVP, and there was not enough food. The disciples told Jesus to send them away, get out of here, and leave us alone. That would solve the problem by human expectations. In this next pericope, today's texts, text, Jesus begins immediately by returning the favor and telling his disciples to go away. Get out of here. With your frail and faulty ways and thinking about human expectations, leave me alone. But then Jesus comes to them on his terms, in his time, in his way, walking on the water. You know, the problem facing the disciples was not the storm. The problem facing the disciples was a renewed encounter with Jesus. And Jesus immediately responds, It is I, a goemi, do not be afraid. It's as though he says, the words of Isaiah, I am your God and I have come to save you. I am your God and I have come to save you. But then suddenly it's all about Peter. Well, if it's you, Jesus, prove it. If it's you, Jesus, share the divine power with me. This looks kind of cool. I want to walk on water too. Dear friends in Christ, dear people of God, if this text is about how to step out, out in faith, the point is utter failure. You see, when it's about me, it is about fear and failure and those of little faith. But the story's about Jesus, the Redeemer of all who has come with the power of the Creator of all. Five loaves and two fishes, remember that last section? Like manna in the wilderness, like yesterday's street merchant in Isaiah 55 offering food at no cost. There's enough left over for 12 baskets of leftovers for the new Israel, like those who bring out something old and something new. And now he walks on the water. Better than Baal on the storm clouds, he comes to save, to rescue and to save. If the Redeemer has come as Creator, now the Creator comes as Redeemer. And immediately, he takes hold of Peter's sinking, failing hand to rescue and to save. Who is this that even wind and sea obey him? Matthew tells us, 
the disciples give witness. After three immediatelys, there is one more striking adverb in this text. It makes the final point with clarity and conviction, like Luther's, this is most certainly true, affirmed in faith, yes, by the people of God, by the people of God, and it answers the most fundamental question of life and of death. Truly, alethos, you are the Son of God. As Isaiah had said, here is your God. He will come and he will save you. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We join in responsive prayer, picking up on page 283. We rise. <clears throat> 